The cool of the Birmingham morning was slowly surrendering to the scorching heat. The trees and high grass were loaded with cicadas, katydids, and locusts. Their cacophony of sounds competed with the faint chimes playing Just As I Am from the church in the distance. Just as I am, Lord, just as I am. Church was a respite from all of the commotion going on around us. Leaders of the civil rights movement instructed all Negroes to stop shopping at the stores in downtown Birmingham, and people complied. Some folks said business downtown was so slow now that you could see grass growing between the cracks in the sidewalk. I stood by the rip screen door, waiting to go to Sunday school at New Salem Baptist Church with my two older brothers. I was 10 years old. In the front bedroom, Daddy was lying on the quilt made by hand a long time ago by my grandmother, Ma, friends in the neighborhood, and Dear, which is the name my older brother gave my mother when he was three years old. Dad was watching one of those Sunday morning religious television shows he hated and taking an occasional drag off an unfiltered camel cigarette. Sometimes he let me roll those cigarettes. I loved the smell of the tobacco as I licked the thin white paper to seal the job after turning the excess tobacco back to the colorful tin can. Those preachers with their prayer cloths, healing potions, and highfalutin talk are nothing but charlatans and thieves, Dad said. Dear cringed. Not only was she a Christian, but she was also a devoted church worker, one of the stalwarts in the choir. Whenever the doors of the church were open, Dear was there. When the choir director asked her to lead a song at the 11 o'clock service, she displayed a mild displeasure. But everyone knew how important the choir singing and this brief moment in the limelight meant to her. Don't talk like that in front of the boys, Dear said to my father. You ought to know better. The Lord don't like ugly. For Daddy, those religious TV shows were strictly entertainment and nothing more. Tell that to those lying-ass thieving preachers, he said, taking another puff off his roll-your-owns before sending a wobbly smoke ring into the stuffy Alabama air. Damn preacher's hair all slicked back with Murray's pomade, hair so full of grease, it's a wonder they don't slip and slide right off the pulpit and break their necks. I wanted to laugh, but I knew better. With my brothers scurrying around trying to get dressed in their Sunday church clothes, this was not the time to upset deer. The men in my church wore denim overhauls and blue jeans, but deer insisted we look our best in God's presence. My older brothers, Archie Lee Jr. and Alfred Lord, were already dressed for church and decided to go on without me because I was making them late. My shoes weren't quite dry, my hair wasn't combed, and my face still had not been greased down with Vaseline. Dear went back to the kitchen to check on my shoes. Her tall and slender frame stretched over the porcelain counter as she tried to wash the black griffin shoe polish along with the sole and heel dressing stains from her hands. Occasionally, she checked the remaining pair of not-quite-dry leather shoes as she hummed the gospel tune she had been rehearsing for days. Meanwhile, Deer also washed the blue flame lap at the old pressing comb with a burnt handle, which rested atop one of the two working burners on the stove. 
When the hot iron was heated enough, Deer slithered through her shoulder-length black hair, which sizzled as clusters of smoke floated toward the ceiling. The smoldering Dixie peach pressing oil filled the house with a familiar smell. Every Sunday, Deer went through a hair ritual, which took what seemed like hours. Once she had her hair fixed just the way she wanted it, she slapped one of those two cheap wigs on. Deer's long, beautiful black hair was much nicer than any old fake hairpiece. I often told her how pretty her natural hair was, but the compliment would have meant a whole lot more coming from Daddy, who had only nice things to say to Deer on rare occasions or after he thought we children were in bed asleep.